When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't really do any of that shit. I just do a whole bunch of shows. Joining me today, he is the host of the OK Work podcast on the network, and he is the host of the Ghoul School podcast, also on the network. Which one is which? You'll have to listen to the show to find out, ladies and gentlemen, Joe K and Andy Sell. Also joining me, you might know him as the host of the Cracked podcast. He is a four-time Jeopardy champion. You can hear me on an episode of his podcast very soon, but until then, how about you listen to us talking on my podcast right now? Ladies and gentlemen, Alex Schmidt. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host today, nobody. I have no co-host, just a room full of guests. It's the way I like it. My favorite co-host of all. Is that all we are to you? Myself. <laughs> a room full of guests? Guests? Yeah, yeah. A I room guess I should be happy with that. Guests I have a room nice. full of, a nice room full of friends. We're all best friends. See, there we go. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That's more hey. like it. Doesn't that feel, that feels a lot better? It all right. really does. Let's go around the room. Alex Schmidt's here. Hey, it's great to be here. Thank you for doing the show. Yeah, of course. Of and course. then I'm doing the Cracked podcast. Although I don't, I don't know if I want to tell people that because I tried that once before. Oh no, really? <laughs> and it never came out. Yeah, we had technical trouble with it last time. Yeah. This time I burned the previous studio Did down. Did something get do cracked over there? Oh, uh, hey, <laughs> hey now. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> Was that a single tom tom? It sure was. Yeah, that yeah. was that was actually the sound of a pistol oh. striking me in the temple. <laughs> oh, no, oh. I'm dead. Oh, that's the drum. Yeah. Hey, that's Andy Sell. <laughs> Hi. Doing all the jibber jabbering. Sorry. No, I was joking. You're fine. Oh, okay, cool. Did you smoke weed before oh. this? Everyone can tell, <laughs> Andy. Oh fuck. Oh man. Can Everyone you buy the M and M's for me. <laughs> Everyone knows. I'm just gonna wait in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Andy hosts a podcast on the network called Ghoul School. Well, Ghoul School, a horror history podcast. We got to put the subtitle in there because yeah. we don't want people getting confused and we don't want to move traffic over to that other imposter. The other, the other garbage Ghoul School. It should be called Garbage School. <laughs> oh, wow. Geez. All right. I don't want to start beef with these people. Oh, I do. Okay, cool. I do. All Is right, it a man yeah. and a woman? Yeah. 
All right, you fight the woman. I don't want to fight anyone. Come on! Well, all right. Jesus. Since you, since you asked nicely. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe K is here. Joe, how have you been? I'm here. I've been good. Things are great. I'm yeah. getting high right now, so I feel fantastic. How's your How's your <laughs> week been? Week's been good. Family. Hey, you know, the hardest part of the show for me oh. is the first few minutes. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. When all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. And that's why we call this segment This Week in Me. And Joe almost died just now. (laughs) (laughs) I clearly need small business insurance for this podcast. (laughs) All of a sudden. Everyone can attest I play this on my own on a synthesizer. Even the drums. (laughs) <laughs> Drums are all keys. Fade it out, Brett. Brett, our silent engineer, always here, always watching over us, always in the room. Even when he's doing his real job, he's always here. That got weird. Oh, wow. Did you think? I mean, you know. I thought it was fine. pretty fine. It's okay. Oh, wow. Hey, lot Joe. Of, what? A lot, lot of feelings, you know? Lot, That's what it is. Of, lots of feelings. Yeah. We all have feelings in this room. Feelings. Is that against the law yet? No, uh, <laughs> not yet. Thanks, yeah, Obama. Getting there. <laughs> Joe also hosts a podcast on the network called OK Work. I do. It's about RuPaul's Drag Race. It is about RuPaul's Drag Race. Like most of our podcasts. Yeah. Taylor says hi, by the way, Joe. Hi, Taylor. Hey. Oh, sorry. We're being professional right now. Are we? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was just a bit. Uh, we're talking about the best... Everything of 2018. Movies, TV shows, fucking music, fucking video games, fucking computers, fucking (laughs) skateboards. Best skateboards of 2018. Oh, man. I thought they stopped making those. No, they started up again in 2018. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. It's back. Yeah. Finally. Nice. Skateboarding's not a crime anymore. (laughs) You remember those shirts? Skateboarding is not a crime. You don't remember those? I do remember those okay. shirts. Yeah. Right. yeah. I'm cool. 28. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just broke my hip. Me and Andy are old. <laughs> there, that's There's that whole thing. So <laughs> we're going to talk. What should we talk about first? Should we talk about TV shows first? Uh, sure. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was solid input. Yeah. The modern novel. Who doesn't love it, right? <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to try. I told everyone to bring two or three picks for each of these. Mm. Joe and Andy brought approximately 25 each. Yep. Hi. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about it. About I love a, things. Excuse us I love, for being cultured. <laughs> I, I love content, Adam. <laughs> we are consumers, first and foremost. If you have a good or a service or content, I will consume it. Do you have a content? Ma'am, I, I would like... I'll take one content, please, sir. <laughs> Ma'am, I would like to buy five contents. <laughs> <laughs> we got we to gotta get some content. Bring me the fattest content. <laughs> the one as big as my head. The very same. <laughs> oh, my God. 
well, hey, that that accent makes a, a decent segue into the first TV show I want to talk about, which is <laughs> Killing Eve. Wasn't that a decent segue? Because it's on the BBC. Well, I mean, I'm saying was my accent decent because it was pretty shit. If I'm go- if if I'm gonna be, a it was pretty solid. Okay, well, it sounded like a solid British for, accent. Thank you for to raising me, me up. I've seen <laughs> Snatch and several British films. <laughs> So I think I know my way around a British accent. If I do say so myself, governor. All right, then, love. Crikey. Let's talk about your face. Peek there. I'm just getting Australian. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, this is good. All the white people in Europe hate us right now. And that's what we want from this podcast. Yeah, Yeah, we're an American show, and we are to be hated by the rest of the world. Exactly. Yeah. So what year even is it in Europe right now? You know, I don't yeah. even know. Yeah, right. I don't think they even know. Twenty seventeen, <laughs> probably twenty one. It's looking kind of like nineteen thirty three over there. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I'm gonna be real honest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when did you get? When did you get that recording of me in the shower? <laughs> Joe, that's Howard Dean. I, I okay. Oh, were you not doing a bit there? No, he's oh, twenty eight. He doesn't know who Howard oh. Dean was. <laughs> Is, I'm sorry say. for my youth. Do you know why? He, do you, you know why be. we have this 9/11 sign? Oh, you know, I do recall <laughs> something happening that day. You know, because I am from it's the New day Jay Z's Blueprint album. Came no, out. well, it is the day we got a pop quiz in science class, and I'm like, who the fuck gives a pop quiz four days into school? This is bullshit. What a devastating thing to happen to me personally. Yeah. on that. Day. And then America got a pop um, quiz in terrorism. Yeah, Hell I yeah, guess it did. Slayers, and we failed. Slayers, God hates us all. Album came out that day, right? Bob Dylan's Love and Theft. Shredded. Alex, what's your favorite nine eleven album? Wasn't there wasn't there going to be a Carlin album the next day and they shelved it because the title was I kind of like it when a lot of people die. That was an actual thing. They were yeah, going to well, put it out like there September was also 12th. The, the, coup, yeah. the coup album party music was supposed to come out I think the next week. Yeah, and its cover was Boots Riley and Pam the Funkstress standing in front of the World Trade Center. <laughs> Pressing a button on a remote <laughs> no. with the World Trade Center like exploding behind them. <laughs> oh my god! That was the yeah. cover art, and uh, yeah. the they had to recall it so and... they could Photoshop like the fucking Sears Tower oh or something. And I don't know why I couldn't think of another tall building. Oh. That joke would have worked better <laughs> if I could have done that. But you know, I'm not made of riffs. Anyway, Killing Eve's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I just finished the first season of Killing Eve. Let's, d- 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 Joe and Alex, did you watch Killing Eve? I have not watched I, it. I've heard of this nonstop consistently, but it yeah, is, same boat. yeah, it is. There's a reason for that because it's a good fucking show. Mm. And Sandra O oh got. She's always great. She's great. Yeah. She, yeah, she's great. And she got like all of the the publicity for this show, which is fair. She's really great in it. She was nominated for an but, Emmy, but. Jody uh, Jody Comer, she's so is that good. her name? She it, plays the villain. So good. This is one of the best TV villains in fucking history. Wow, she is so broken and determined, and like this is actually the opening scene of the series. Determined. They do such a good job of showing you just how much of a real world psychopath this woman is. <laughs> wow. Oh. But then someone calls her insane at one point, and it like turns the whole fucking focus of the show because she's also trying to kind of. She's like being insane while trying to convince herself she's not insane. Okay. And 
It's just a good fucking show. Yeah, I'll... it's really good. Yeah. yeah, my girlfriend hates it. Oh, really? really? Why is yeah. that? Well, she. God, I don't know why. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with blast. your girlfriend? Wow, putting her on blast. Put her on blast. Uh, she. Well, I can understand her criticism. She doesn't like that. At some point, it seems like Sandra O oh is just doing these things she's not trained for, and I also am agreeing with her in the sense that, like, it starts to get to kind of a Hannibal place between. I yeah. don't want to spoil anything. But I, I yeah, I like all that. I I, I that. like that it gets there. I I do feel like it got there a little quickly. You know what I mean? Like I would have kind of liked to have seen that build up over the course of a season. They kind of throw you into it. Yeah. A little quickly. But I still like the show. It's I still a think great it's show. really good. It's a fucking amazing show. Yeah. People should go watch it. Uh Killing Eve. It's I, on BBC. You can stream it a bunch of places. Yeah. There's yeah. like an extended version of it out it's now. On Hulu now. Yeah, it just hit Hulu. So. Oh, and they yeah. put like a a version with additional footage out. I'm recently. wondering if that's what's on Hulu because the death scenes, some of the death scenes in it are really drawn out, and it really lets oh, you yeah, like it could be like it doesn't shy away. And I don't mean that in like a oh it's brutal or like graphic way. I mean like so this character, um, the assassin. Yeah, I can't think of her Villanelle. name. Yeah, I, I don't want to say what or you know whatever. Uh, but she like sh- her thing is watching the light leave people's eyes, huh. and you huh. see that in this show. Like every time she kills someone, it lingers so that you like because she's a fun character to watch. Oh, she's but great. Then you'll see her kill someone, and it's like wow, she shouldn't be alive <laughs> in this world. Like yeah. someone like that shouldn't exist because you see like how horrifying it is when people die and it's i don't know it i i feel like a lot of shows and movies that deal with that kind of subject matter kind of shy away from that or like because they're trying to save the the entertainment of it and well we don't want you thinking too much about mortality or whatever right but this show doesn't it's like no this is this is how it looks asshole yeah and it's (laughs) it's it's a good show yeah or it's, census it's BBC. Got... This is how it looks, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was about. That's how right? the accents sound. I yeah. I feel like Very I'm accurate. in London right now. <laughs> right? <It's, laughs> what happened? It's Where's raining. are you all chimney sweeps? What's going on? <laughs> it's raining. It's probably been a while since any of us brushed our teeth because it's night. We're about to do that before we go to bed. So we got the plaque build up. We got all the things that England has. Yeah, sausage rolls. None None of us have guns. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> like England. In here. I like the idea that the U.S. at 8.30 p.m. is England. That's very funny to me. <laughs> we all put shrimp on our pizza. Oh, they do that? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, oh, it's, man. A, it's, yeah. a, it's an acceptable topping over there. That's all I know. And I've had and when I had it, there, oh. I liked it so much. I, I hope started Putin doing wins whatever oh, he's doing over there. <laughs> uh, who wants to talk about a TV show next? We don't. Ha- I don't have to talk about all three of mine right now. Anyone? Anybody? Yeah. Why don't I do? Uh, I got a Canadian show. It's called Alias Grace, Ooh. and it is from Netflix. And it's based on a book by Margaret Atwood, who's a very, very, very good author. Handmaid's I think I've Tale. heard of this. Uh, Handmaid's yes. Tale. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And uh, yeah. a poem about Alias Grace. Whatever. Oh, go on. Yeah. What? So this is. It's about like a real old murder in like British Ontario. But it's it's committed supposedly by this young woman, and then it's it's basically a true crime show, but 
every character is kind of going crazy and there's a lot of unreliable narrator. And so it's a, it's a period drama, but it's extremely dark and weird. Ooh, and cool. uh, like, it like uses people being oppressed as something very, very interesting all of the time. It's great. Yeah. 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 I haven't, I feel like maybe I had that on my list of things to watch. Yeah. I host a podcast. That's just about what, what should we watch this week? And then every Friday I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to watch. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> oh no. It's like, pull up your fucking notes. See, yeah. I saw Alias Grace on the list, and I thought you couldn't decide between Alias or Grace Under Fire, and I and I was like, "Well, they brought both of those back this year. That's I gotta get on it." But that's not to say he could decide between those. Oh yeah, because there's no could. way because who could? I do mean, it? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and the the lead, I, I forget the actress's name, but she's particularly good and and is like really good at being both. She, her her character seems to be a victim and also seems to be like a mean insane person at the same time all of the time. It's great. It's really cool. Nice. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Yeah, I yeah. recommend. I feel like I am I am going to check that out. I'll have to go back and listen to this podcast to remember to check it out. But <laughs> yeah. I it's will. for like it's for people if you think all period dramas are boring, maybe you're right, but then this one is like really dark and true what crime period and strange. What did you say it takes place in? It's like 1800s or early 1900s because okay. okay. Canada wasn't independent for a long time. So it's like yeah. British Ontario. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Not being independent the cool. whole time. I should have Googled what year, but it's like, you know, the past. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 84, <laughs> actually, in yeah. Canada. 1984. <laughs> Andy, do you want to talk about a TV show? Oh, we're going in a... We're going in so, a, a circular... Cl- counterclockwise. Yeah. Rotation. I Short will... Short rotation. Okay, I will talk about channel... Saves me time All when, right. I, when I talk all right. uh, to say rotation instead of rotation. Cool. I'm glad that you saved all that time there. Thank you. By explaining what you meant. It's called an abbreviation. <laughs> oh what does God. that mean? Oh, no. Short for abbreviation. Oh, you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saves me time when I talk. Go on. <laughs> What are you going to say? Uh, cha- I'm going to go with uh, Channel Zero, Dream Door. Uh, I haven't seen this yeah, one this yet. This is really good. Have you seen Whoa. any other Channel Zero seasons? Yes. Uh, I like most of them. I, I like them all. Yeah. I think Butcher's Block, which also came out this year, was the weakest season. Yeah. Uh, until Dream Door, No End House was my favorite season. I love No End House. And uh, Dream Door... Dream Door edges it out for me just because it's essentially a supernatural slasher, and that's like right in my sweet spot. So yeah, uh, yeah. it's got iconic horror villains in it. It's got the like kind of Stephen Kingy element of man being the real evil, you know, um, but not in a way that like undermines the supernatural element. It's got uh, like dream power stuff in it. Uh, it it's just great. It's on sci-fi, uh, right? Sci-fi, yeah. Yeah. This is like one of the very few things me and Andy uh, like up and down 100% agree on. It's like yeah. is Channel Zero. It's like the ranking of seasons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's like the 100% we have no differing opinions on this at all. I'm yeah, which I mean, it's a genuine high five. I mean, right I there. guess if yeah. you're a longtime Unpops fan, you know that me and Andy, the first time we were ever, I was ever on Unpops. Oh, it got real. Oh, yeah. It was he me and Andy fighting over. about M. Night that, Shyamalan. That was my first time as well on Oh, my an God. Unpops. And we were 
fighting. Yeah, no, it got, like, our friendship was in jeopardy. No, I don't think so, because most of it ended up being like, well, you know what, you're sort of right. No, you know what, you're sort of right. There was, was like, a moment. So I was just the angry one. (laughs) Stop agreeing! Yeah, Yeah, you were very upset that we weren't fighting. We were very civil, but there was a moment where both of us, I think, were like, well, okay. Uh, Are we mad at each other? We shouldn't be mad. <laughs> yeah, this is a podcast. <laughs> Way too passionate over M Night Shyamalan. Yeah. But I'm glad in we that ag- moment. I'm glad we agree on Channel Zero. <laughs> Alex, yes. have you seen? You don't? Do you watch horror movies? And I shit? didn't know what this was, but it sounds great. And oh, I, yeah, I'm not that into horror, so it uh, it just uh, messes with me in a way that is because I am a weak person. It is. You know? So there's uh, some solid scare stuff in this, and I, there is some really upsetting, upsetting things. Uh, okay, the, huh. there are some. Just spectacular effects gags. Some really fucking gnarly kills. What's it's, his name? Yeah. Pretzel Jack. Pretzel Jack. Pretzel Jack. Uh, he's a contortionist <laughs> clown. So, <laughs> who I'm sure murders people or something. Yeah. Right? yeah oh yeah. yeah. There you go. yeah With yeah. some great stuff. Which season <laughs> cool. has the tooth monster? That's one. one That's season, season one. Cove. I yeah. love that creature. That's one of my favorite oh, creatures. It's so designs. creepy. Uh, Here's if the you could thing. just imagine what the sound of a thousand children's teeth like clanking together at the same time, it's a hundred times because worse than just, what you can imagine. It's just a man whose entire body is it's not covered even a man. In it's not human. even a man. It's, it's a little like a, boy made out of teeth. Like, yeah, like yeah. yay high, child sized, so creepier. Yeah, it's and unsettling. I think that in that season, I'm a jaw. I'm team. I'm hashtag team jawbones. I think. Uh, okay, <laughs> everybody. Everybody pays attention to the tooth boy, and they don't. Uh, Jawbones freaks me the fuck out. Yeah, whenever he's on yeah. that show. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's fair. Anyway, Channel Zero I, is it's I, this it's horror really anthology good. show produced by Nick Antosca, and what they do is they they take creepy pasta stories and they adapt oh, them cool. for television. Cool, cool. And lately, they've been kind of not. I mean, the creepy pastas are often not super long or elaborate. So what they'll do is they'll take the premise and then just run from there. <laughs> Butcher's Block, okay. I think, is the one that has the least to do with its source material, mm-hmm. but which is upsetting. Which is upsetting because that's one of my favorites uh, on the on the creepy yep, pasta. Yep, yep, yep. Creepy pasta, which is short for creepy pasta. Yeah, it's that's cool. That's stupid. Why would you? <laughs> you could have just said creepy pasta. Oh, Jesus boy. Christ! Oh, I didn't do it right. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Joe. What's a show you want to talk about? Uh, I'll talk about Dancing Queen. Hey! uh, Dancing Queen is a Netflix reality show, and uh, it is about... uh, It is about... It's about of a drag queen. Uh, No, it's it's all about uh, RuPaul's Drag Race contestant Alyssa Edwards uh, and her personal life uh, as both Alyssa and Justin as a dance instructor at Beyond Belief Dance Academy in Mesquite, Texas. And uh, it's like it's like it's a little bit of dance moms. It's a little bit of drag race. It's very fun. I'm a teacher and a mentor. And by night, I mean, you can keep. Yeah, no, no, no. I just I get I get distracted by the beauty. Uh, No, it's it's um, yeah, like I said, it's like half dance moms. So you you get like all that kind of fun drama. But it's it doesn't feel gross or salacious because like he really cares about these kids and like you're seeing some of these kids finally getting a place to express themselves you're getting like little gay boys in this that don't have a safe space in mesquite texas that are getting to like fully express themselves and it's beautiful it's a beautiful beautiful show but it's also really fun to watch Justin have absolutely none of it from like these drama queen moms. Oh, oh no 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 no! 
I'm not taking any of this. Like, no, we're here for your kid, not for you. Like, remember who's the dancer here. So it's it's absolutely it's it's very feel good. It's an absolutely fantastic feel good show. I think it's the best one of the best uh, like personal story reality shows, like non competition, like yeah. just following the life of somebody. And it it it's the same way like of another show I have on here. It's something that I just feel like we all need right now. We just need feel good feel good stories yeah, like yeah. Of, of real things we i don't i don't mind having fictional stories of harrowing drama but when it comes to yeah. real true life stories i really would like to see some more feel good stuff out there and like Dancing dogs Queen. like dogs on netflix Anyone uh, shout dogs? out to dogs because wow oh, it's oh, I, so good wow. i thought you were just talking about the concept of dogs, well, dogs well, yes that too yeah, <laughs> yeah sure uh, that's cool yeah. yeah i'm a cat guy <laughs> There's a Netflix documentary called Dogs, and it's so fucking- It's so good. Hard. There's an episode about a guy trying to get his dog out of Syria. Uh-huh. And it is- mm, uh. it, It'll make you weepy. Was Obama sending dogs to Syria? Oh, my it God. It was actually Obama trying to get the dog. <laughs> but the show's more about the dogs. He was trying to get so, Bo out of Syria. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Dancing Queen, if you want- it, you'll, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll have a really good time. Um, yeah, and it's- also, obviously, since it's technically like a "quote unquote" spinoff of Drag Race, it's obviously in my in my radar and obsessed with it. Nice, it looks awesome. Yeah, I do want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the way you said that. Yeah, it sounded good. Is that how I should talk? For See, seems yeah. I found my one ally in the room. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, fucking testosterone brothers uh, over here. You Adam and Alex, let's arm wrestle. On that side of the room. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about the purge. Yeah, please. The purge was made into. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I don't know. Did that sound shady? I didn't mean it to. The purge was made into a TV show this year. And did anyone watch it? I no, didn't. I no, I haven't it, no. yet. I actually think... I want to binge it. Yeah, I think The Purge works better as a TV show. I just wish it was on HBO or something like that. I don't doubt that for a second. Where it could be as violent as it needs to be. Right. But just as an overall concept, The Purge is way more satisfying as a TV show because you get to follow so many different... You know, it's a TV show. There's time for Mm -hmm. the characters to develop and the stories to play out. And it's still all happening over the course of one purge. But you just get to know the people and the characters and their motivations a little bit better. With television, you can have a lot more scope. And that's the thing that always bothered me about the purge movies, especially the first one. Because the first one is so, like, such a narrow view of what the purge is. Right. And then the second movie, I was like, oh, this is more fucking like it. And then I just think that the third movie and the fourth movie just didn't follow up on the promise of the second one. So when I heard about the show, it was like, yeah, this that sounds like what they should have been doing all along. Yeah. But I just I know that I want to binge it, so I haven't. Plus, I don't get to watch a lot of this stuff like this if Taylor's home, so I can't mm. like so I have to like choose my you know what I mean like what I watch when I watch it and. I feel like I'm airing a lot you of great yeah, You really right are. Yeah, yeah, not, wow. I didn't you want to come like hang that. out in me and Alex's testosterone <laughs> shed? <laughs> Fucking bro down on the purge? Crack some brusques? No. I mean, that sounds that delightful. Sounds... Yeah, First mean, off, I don't think Alex I would watch, watch any it. show. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I, I mean, The Purge, like, my favorite thing about The Purge has been the trailers. Every trailer is, like, thrilling. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's because the concept is just so oh, much more absolutely. interesting. You know? So, like, blow it out. Make it a TV show. Great. Yeah. yeah really good idea. I, th- I was really happy with the TV show. I mm-hmm. thought yeah. I thought they did a really, really good, I almost said a really well job. No. A well no. job. No. Well job. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's when, uh, yeah, yeah, that's it, when you get, uh, that's when you come in a well. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, the first air horn of the show. Yeah, but don't do it into our testosterone well. That would be very rude. Exactly. Yeah. We're down there. It's just adding more <laughs> testosterone to it. <laughs> I guess that's fair, actually. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Alex, what do you want to talk about? Um, this baseball season was amazing. Yeah, it was. It but was, the Cubs didn't win, so I know. how amazing could it be? I, I have never been more into baseball in spite of my favorite team losing 100 games, which is the White Sox. Wow. Uh, but the oh. the playoffs were, it was like a cascading series of sudden death games, and then, uh, yeah. then two really good World Series teams in a good matchup. Well, and, two and it was con- two uh, divisions went to a 163, <laughs> yeah, right. which is amazing. And then they had to play each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. And then uh, fucking Javi Baez and uh, was it Arenado? Oh, uh, hugging! I, I don't. The, I don't remember exactly in the, the, thing. the play-in game uh, between oh, the Rockies yeah. and the Cubs. There was a there was a hug. I can't believe they <laughs> fucking lost both of those <laughs> and it games. Was, I got to see a hug. <laughs> Friggin' what's his name on the Cubs? The 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 runner. The uh, well, I can't remember his fucking name right now. Oh, which guy? Uh, Stella? Or is no, that no, no, guy? no. He's the guy they only put in to run. Like yeah, and he ended up playing more innings. Than whoever started that game. Oh yeah, <laughs> I do not like sports. I'm just dancing so I can be having as much fun as you guys are having right now. Because I, I want talking, everybody to have. I'm their talking joy. about my team collapsing in the on the verge of the postseason. Yeah. So I'm not having that much fun. Yeah, I couldn't. I I watched the Cubs religiously this year. Yeah. Like like I've never watched. Like I because baseball's such a good sport to watch while you're working. Because mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. you know when something yeah, worth watching is happening. Throw it on, yeah, yeah. just put it on. Yeah. And I, I actually paid money to watch baseball this year. I had MLB dot TV or oh, whatever. You got the dot TV. I, I have, yeah. I have the uh, at bat app, so I listen to all the games. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's great. Too. Not all the games, literally, but like all the Cubs games, I'll listen yeah. to, and then like playoff games and. Yeah, this baseball season was great. Yeah, and it's yeah. never been easier to watch. God, and it's we like had an eighteen inning game. Yeah, yeah, we had a game that was oh, longer than yeah. the entire World Series in whatever year that was. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know, but sure, yeah, that is great. That seems logistically impossible. Yeah, to have a game longer than an entire World Series yeah. because that game was only the length of two games. Did someone die? Was there a terrorist attack inning during wise, the World Series? Inning wise, but time wise. Oh, time wise. Yeah. Okay, okay. Time wise. Okay. It went on. There was a series. He's the time wise guy. There was a. Okay. <laughs> I oh, I, see, I the, see what you mean now. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. You will I call me time. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will like. Right. Time not innings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it, I mean, uh, to 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 make it short, like the internet, I feel like has made baseball better than ever. Even though we were all told we would lose our in- attention spans, you can actually just analyze it way, way more and follow oh, yeah. it way more ways. And then we had a, a great season with like a lot of crazy dramatic stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Very I, good. Now, I do I do feel like the overanalyzing of baseball is killing it a little bit. When they would run those games that had the Amazon stats, the AWS, 
And it's uh, like, yeah, depends on the stage. Oh, the probability of him making that catch. I don't fucking care <laughs> that it was a yeah. 68% probability that he would catch that fly ball. He caught a fly ball. That means nothing's happening after that. That's all I need to know. Yeah. Yeah. There are other ones that like barrels. Barrels are a great stat. It's very exciting. What are barrels? That's when somebody puts a such a solid hit on the ball that it leaves at a high enough speed. Oh, it's also what Mario jumps over to get up the platform to Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> right. See, that's what, where I was confused. Yeah. I think Andy. that's the longest also, stretch the of red... silence that I've ever given <laughs> on any well, I, show I felt, that I've been Yeah, on I here. felt like I was leaving you out. Yeah, yeah. No, Baseball. it's fine. No, Done. it's Great. the, no, I'm, that's yeah. the thing is, I don't, I don't watch sports, <laughs> Did anyone, they're not for me. What's just that we're trying to exclude you? <laughs> Did anyone I want really everybody, I want everybody who loves them. Um, had a chance against the Red Sox, though, come on. Oh, yeah. no way. Yeah, no way. They were, they were I'm not one of those. Sports ball. I'm not one of those. I hate that word so much. I'm not one of those people. It's like no, like have fun. I don't care. Just you know, don't shit on, don't shit on my sports. (laughs) Drag race. But yeah, no national league team was going to beat the Red Sox either. (laughs) Andy. Andy. Yeah, I'm going to crush fantasy league drag race this year. Do you want to? I know it. Oh, that sounds great. Talk about another TV show, Andy. Oh, uh, that's a bit we do on the Heart Shape Pod. Yeah, it's, okay, it's a wonderful and three dollar no pod. No one is <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Me and Travis Clark. Yeah, you guys have fun with that. It's great. Uh, you know what? We'll do another horror show, The Terror. What's this? This I, don't I know never this saw. one. Oh wow. Okay, so it was an AMC show. It was based. It's a. Uh, it's based on a Dan Simmons novel. It's about these ships that go looking for. Uh, it's it's a period piece. It takes place in you know. Early 1900s, I think. Yeah, it's like heroic age of uh, exploration. Exploration, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're trying to find a northwest passage or northern passage to... I can't remember if they're trying to find one to Asia or America. Well, isn't it... From what I know, it's a ship getting stuck in ice. Yeah, it gets stuck in the ice in the Arctic. And whatever can go wrong goes wrong. Mm -hmm. And there's also a monster. Oh, I want to watch yeah. this. So good. Jared Harris is the lead. Uh, from he played Lane Price in Mad Men. Oh God, I fucking love him. He's so good. He's my favorite. At, he's my favorite uh, performance of uh, Andy Warhol in any movie. Like, and I shot Andy oh. Warhol. He's my favorite portrayal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely nails it. Yeah, that sounds like a good show. It's, well, yeah, I've yeah, never. I feel oh, like yeah. I've never. I haven't heard shit about it. Uh, yeah, I've it's, not heard a thing. Yeah, it's a show this. that no one was talking about, which is yeah. weird because it's so fucking good. Did you like see it, Alex? My so my brother loves that author in that book and I, says the show's good too. Yeah, I yeah like captures it. I haven't finished the. I got fifty pages into the book and then didn't finish it. But he he wrote one of my favorite books of all time. Uh, this book called Summer of Night. That oh, is okay, cool. So fucking good. It's like Stephen King's It but a little more grounded and without all the future adult stuff. It's just these kids cool. in a small town in Illinois in the 19, late 50s or early 60s fighting an evil, an ancient evil there, and it's so good. But also, from what I understand, he's something of a kind of neoconservative. Oh, no. And Yeah, a friend of mine. Well, <laughs> I, yeah. I turned a friend of mine on to yeah, him recently, yeah. and then he read one of his books that was kind of like a dystopian sci-fi book that was very much like... Oh God! <laughs> no, I. I mean, I got way into Orson Scott Card the last oh, few gosh. years. Oh no! You know? oh, I, I, I no. hate all his, you know, outside of his I'm writing. Till he his dies writing's so I good. I don't know what um, to do, man. But great they, novels. They're, so they did this season, the first season of the Terror, and they're talking about doing a second season. But they're like talking about doing like an original story or something instead of. But I'm like, 
Dan Simmons has three more historical fiction books that yeah. are like the terror. He's got one that takes place in like the Custer era. Like I think Custer's a character in it. There's one that takes oh, that's man. called Abominable with an with like a Yeti. And then there's one that's nice. like about Charles Dickens and Jack the Ripper or something. Like I haven't read any of these, but they're all historical fiction with like a supernatural or horror element. And yeah. they could just do three more seasons of Dan Simmons stories, but I don't know if they're gonna do that. Yeah, they they should American Horror Story it and do like the same cast just in the new stuff. Yeah, you know. That'd um, be fun. Oh, and you, sorry, uh, you said it, it's on AMC. It's yeah. AMC. Yeah. See, I feel like this keep like because we've never heard of this. I feel like AMC every year has a show that's apparently so fucking good and nobody yeah. watches it. Like I feel like last year or the year before, I, I, so many people I knew was were talking about what was it? Halt, Halt and Catch, Catch Fire. Fire yeah. Where it was like, what is this? Uh, uh, Rubicon was the same way. Rubicon was such a genius show, but nobody was talking about it because all the attention was going to Mad Men and Breaking Bad. Yeah. I, AMC's always mm. do. I, I, you know, I, that's why I, tr- I trust AMC yeah. when it's like, oh, it's it's that one that no one's talking about. But yeah, they seem to be consistently making quality programming yeah. and they haven't really stumbled that hard yet. Yeah. Not yeah. that I could think of. Joe, tell us about one more show and then we're going to do like some honorable mentions. Oh, and shit. Because um, music. we're... We're already 35 oh, minutes in. No, it's not your fault. It's kind of his it fault. Kind, it's kind of my kinda. fault. No. I just get too excited and I want to talk about everything. This is just a co- this is just a podcast idea that lends itself to a three-hour podcast, That's and true. I don't want to do that right now. Okay. <laughs> Joe. Uh, I guess then I was uh, Haunting a Hill House. Um, <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, pretty good. I guess so, because my other one was Glow, and I we'll mean, it's the second season, but... Um, well, I mean, it's okay. You could shut up now because this is my <laughs> turn. Um, I really love the Haunting of Hill House. It's a new show on Netflix, uh, which I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it's ever gonna if it's gonna do a second season. I don't know, um, but I, I really enjoy this. It's it's about uh, a family, uh, all, like all estranged family, who kind of are by circumstance uh, forced back t- together uh, in. This house that was essentially a haunt, a haunted house. Was it haunted? Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was black mold. But uh, it's really, um, really, I love it a lot because it's it's one of my favorite portrayals of various kinds of addiction and mental illness. And it's 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 very sad. It is it it's unspeakably sad one of the heaviest shows that i've i've seen in a while and usually i'm not one for like drama porn like that just to be oh i want to cry as hard as possible but um there I, i can't remember which episode number it is uh they're at a funeral i won't say who's i'm gonna keep this as spoiler free as possible but they're at tupac yes they're at tupac's spoiler and uh i would say I think we I think we we tried to time it. It was something like the first nineteen twenty one minutes, something like that, was all one shot, just moving in and out. Oh of yeah, various that episode's rooms in the crazy. There's a lot of wonders and. In I mean, I, I, as a theater person, really fucking get off on the idea of very long takes and we're playing this like a theater scene. And yeah, go watch The Haunting of Hill House. It's, but only watch it one or two at a time because it is horribly depressing, but very is, well yeah. acted. And Carla Giugino, it just continues to just be like such an angel, an unsung hero of the screen that. Yeah. So underappreciated. Andy, 
How did you feel about? Why do you have to do this? Oh, please don't do this. <laughs> I I was wondering if I res- you had any thoughts before I respect- we get to some honorable mentions. I respect Joe's take on it. It is not my take on that show. And I'm saying this uh, as a Stanigan. That's I'm a Mike Flanagan stan. That's what I like to say. Yeah, I, as Mike, am I, Mike, so. Mike Flanagan's fucking great. I like The Haunting of Hill House a lot. Um it was it's very sad. I'm not familiar with the source material. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm not too uh, familiar with it either. So it's very new Neither to is me. Mike Flanagan apparently. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I had to do it. I had to do it. It was there. I mean, it's Isn't it? you can it's have its own it. thing. It's its well, own I was going to say like if it in if it's its own thing like you can't deny that it's an impeccably acted, very well, well put together, very well crafted show. One of the things you didn't like was that they kind of forced references to the source <laughs> yeah, material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's my biggest problem. But I feel like like it's the opposite where that's more for people like me and Joe who might go no idea go that's read the, might go that's read f- the source material later and be like oh oh is that's, that that's, 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 that's shit in fine, the show. but it literally has nothing to do with it call it something else you can't say based on a book if literally none of the elements from the book are in it but Andy or they can do this you to, no you can't Andy they can literally you? Andy they literally do this to so many things over the course of film and television yeah, but based are, on this Based on that, just because it happens to have gotten into like one thing no. that you happen to no, no, do. No, 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 because it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to have this. The fun. Handmaid's Tale is literally <laughs> spun off into its completely own thing. Yeah. Like it started is based on the source material, but you can't yeah. say what they're doing now has anything to do with like yes, what the book was. Yes, but at some point it did. At some point it did at the beginning. This literally no element of it. None of it. Nothing from the book is in this movie except for names, and they're not even the same characters. Like that's that's my issue. Like other than that, yeah, it's great. Yeah, but uh, that's my problem. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a fair argument. I just I just wish they'd called it something else. That's all. Maybe they were worried people wouldn't watch it. And I also didn't like the finale, but <laughs> that's that's <laughs> that's a separate thing. Yeah, I like I respect it. I respect that you guys like it. That's great. I'm. And right. I, I'm and not I, trying to sit here standing like <laughs> like the new season of American Horror Story. Like I'm not trying to say like something that was trash is not trash. Yeah. Like you can't. You just it's it's objectively a well put together show. Uh, yeah. Uh, your opinion on whether the source material, if it is or isn't like accurate enough, or if it should be its own thing, doesn't matter. It's still a well put together show, and it's very well acted through. I feel like a producer yeah. on a reality show right now. <laughs> I was yeah, like, you. I know, I know what's gonna trigger Andy. You knew what you were doing. When you <laughs> yeah, you really that. did. There's someone who really wanted to like keep it moving. You really, really knew that. Yeah, like fully bring this to a grinding halt. <laughs> it's what I do. It's what uh, a I monster. Do. I still love you, sport. <laughs> oh, I love you, Dad. So let's talk about just a couple honorable mentions, and then, so we can move on to movies and music and yeah. shit. For me, three shows. I don't. I two of them I don't have listed, but three shows that have been on for a while that I just started watching this year that are mm-hmm. all really fucking good. Superstore is amazing. Yeah, it's really good. I keep hearing that. Wow. Superstore is. It's so it's like really good. every character is likable, and there's like twenty five of them. Uh, the jokes are great. They handle social issues really well. They have like a fucking uh, labor union episode. Uh, it's it's just such a good show. Uh, and also Claws 
on TNT. Oh yeah, I've been dying to watch Claws. that. Oh yeah, Niecy Nash, fucking yeah. great with Niecy Nash. Uh, She's awesome. The the lawyer from The Good Wife. I can't even think of her name now. God damn it. She's my favorite. Uh, obviously. <laughs> isn't isn't everybody in that a lawyer? Is that a thing? Uh, in The Good Wife? Yeah. Yeah, a lawyer or a politician. Oh, okay. uh, Elspeth Tassioni is her character's name on uh, The Good Wife and in real life to me. And Elspeth <laughs> Tassioni is on Claws. And also Animal Kingdom, which is oh. also on TNT, yeah. which is based on, I believe, an Australian um, movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dennis Leary just joined the cast, which is a bummer. Uh. Because I don't fucking like Dennis no, Lear. He sucks. He sucks. <laughs> yeah, but beyond that, that's a really well acted, uh, well written show. Did they did they keep it Australian? Like, is Dennis Leary doing Australian accents? No. Uh, oh, okay. Ellen what Barkin fucking give to hear. No, that. but they do have Paul Hogan doing a Boston accent. <laughs> Ellen Barkin is, is the lead. Real? No. Oh. <laughs> Ellen uh, wait, Barkin. Ellen Barkin really? She's the lead in Animal her. Kingdom, and she's really. I good. love. Wow. Her. Yeah. Alex, do you have any honor anything we didn't get to? Yeah, I uh, just one. It's a show on Netflix called Three Percent. It is a Brazilian show, and I, they did a, a second season this year. And it's like it's like if The Hunger Games was about the problems of uh, uh, capitalism. If oh it goes shit! Unchecked. I watched the it's first awesome. episode. Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. It's it's like less Hunger Games explosions and running around, and more like puzzles and cool. classes being cool. turned against each other. It's very cool. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, shit. I got to get into that. Yeah, yeah. Andy, do you have any Of course he does. honorable mentions? <laughs> I got a million. <laughs> I, I The Expanse is the the big one for me. Cool. I love Is that on sci-fi? Yeah, it's on sci-fi. I, um, wait, all of Nope, two of mine are sci-fi shows. I don't think I've seen Most the of Expanse. mine, I think all of mine were Netflix. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention we didn't mention The Americans. No, oh, we did. I was going to. Yeah, the Americans gonna, yeah. ended this this year. The final season of the Americans. Still wow. never seen it. I will. I will get around to it now that every it's now that it's done. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now I now I know that there's an end to this, and yeah, yeah, I'll get to it now. The Americans is great. Cool. Yeah, it's so great. That might yeah, be my great. binge show over the holidays. Everyone should now that it's over, especially whenever. Where they, is it? Where is it? I don't know if the final season is up on Netflix. I doubt yet. I'll get to the final season in a week, but you know what That's I mean. That's a good like, point. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. It's I. I didn't love how it ended, but yeah. but I respect how it ended, and I and I didn't dislike how it ended. Yeah. Um, when they stopped at the McDonald's. In the final episode, I was like, oh, that's great. Because yeah. McDonald's was the first uh, corporation to go into the Soviet Union yeah. after the Soviet oh. Union fell. Like, yeah. McDonald's is such an important part of life in cool. Russia. Cool. I did not know that. Yeah. I, uh, it was, it get was a solid season. I don't know if they got McRibs. I hope they uh, did. But yeah, I hope so. I bet Putin's hoarding <laughs> those. We'll get the <laughs> Did the they moment. get any fucking Rick and Morty sauce is the real question. <laughs> oh. Rick and Morty sauce. Um, yeah. I uh, Americans, solid. Good and place is still great. Quick, what's The Expanse about? The Expanse is a, it's based on a series of sci-fi novels that are also great by pseudonym James S.A. Corey. It's actually two authors writing these books together. And it's the Expanse series, and it's, it takes place in the far future. 
humans are in space, we've colonized Mars, and we've got colonies on an asteroid belt. Hell yeah. And USA. Earth and Mars, USA. like Mars has essentially seceded from Earth and become its own thing, oh, and boo. Earth and Mars are constantly like threatening we to go to war that? with each other, and the asteroid belt is sort of the like... The working class folks are all kind of like, oh, like on the asteroid belt mining resources for Earth and Mars, dope, dope. and they're kind of caught in the middle. So there's all this like astropolitics shit, cool. and then a cosmic horror element comes in, and there's alien tech, and fucking <laughs> stargates, <Cool>. and it's- <laughs> all right. It just gets really intense. Cool. And, uh, and the novels great. are amazing, and the show is really good. It's my favorite science fiction show right now. Joe. Oh, good to know. Uh, Sorry. The, la- the second season of Glow was so fucking yeah, good. Yeah, so good. It was so, so, so good. There are a couple episodes in there that should have won okay, my, immediate Emmys. One of my biggest disappointments of the year, and I knew it wasn't going to happen, but one of my biggest disappointments of the year was when Betty Gilpin did not win the uh, the Emmy for Supporting Actress. Because yeah. Oh my God, do I love her so much. And I'm so happy that this show is the vehicle that finally like gave us Betty Gilpin and something more than just, oh, an under five on this show or just like this side character and whatever. Like, I'm so glad that she, and as much as I already love Alison Brie already, I've always really, I've always had a soft spot for her, but like this, this is truly the showcase for Betty Gilpin and Mark Marin. I I really I I feel shitty saying that like one like my favorite thing about like this show about him, strong empowered amazing women is like the straight white guy <laughs> is so yeah. good yeah Mark Maron's like, great in that he's show so good. and maybe it's because it's the most unexpected like I didn't expect him to be so good on this yeah. show whereas yeah. all the yeah. other people on this I'm like oh well I've seen you in this I you're a great actress you're a great actor this that and the other but like. Mark Maron, I'm like, all right, let's give this a yeah. shot. And he's so much more nuanced than I ever expected from yeah. him. But yeah, Glow. Do yeah. it. Love it. Love it. Have you seen Glow? No, but it, it sounds great. It's good. It's it's good. And the documentary about gorgeous ladies of wrestling that's also on Netflix <sighs> yes. is yeah. they're both worth watching. Uh, I don't know what order you should watch them in. I think watch the show first. Yes, watch the, the show is... Watch- I think the show is so accessible. Like it is like it's immediate because I I held off on watching Glow for until the second season. So then I actually started watching the first season and it immediately hooked me in. Like yeah. it it is so fun. So fun from from jump. Like you'll binge it all and then be like, "Okay, now I want to know all about the real thing." Yeah. Cool. It's good. Uh, let's talk about some movies. Sure. Some movies. <laughs> ah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna. I'm gonna go fucking mainstream, Let's baby. Let's all go to the movies. <laughs> Let's all go to the movies. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want to talk about Mission Impossible Fallout. Sure, please Yo, do. Because I guess. this. What did you not like it? <laughs> no. I'm just being an asshole. Go on. It. I've never given a shit about a Mission Impossible movie before, and people were just they're pretty good. So, man. They're, they're I know, good. like I need yeah. to, I need to go yeah. back and watch the rest. Three, four, and good, five clearly. are real good. Yeah, yeah. This Mission Impossible Fallout, I think, 
it's the best time I had at the movies. Dude, you're this in year. For, you're in for a real fucking treat with the other with these other Mission yeah, Impossible movies. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm then. just because yeah, yeah, yeah. this honestly it. wasn't even the no, best one. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's so good. No, it yeah. is. No, it no, is, no, it, it is. is. But compared but to the others, you, that's not. what I'm saying. If you really loved this, then you're in for a real fucking treat because the other ones are so fucking good. Like. The yeah, five yeah, four and was, five are both. Four and five both are yeah. mind-blowingly yeah, good yeah. action movies. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to, every single one that comes out, I'm like, I don't want to like this. Yep. Tom Cruise, Batman. <laughs> yep. And then... Yeah, but Tom every Cruise. time one comes out, I get high as fuck and I go to the Vista. And it is. <laughs> and I have Cruise. a great goddamn time. I love going to see Mission Impossible at a Lemley because no one's seeing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, it's great. It's like going to see the Hunger Games opening night at, at, a, at a Lemley. Yeah. Like, literally. <laughs> but empty. here's the thing. Here's the thing about Tom Cruise. We talked about this on another podcast recently or right before we were about to record. Tom Cruise, bad guy, yes. But is Tom Cruise also not sort of a victim? Yes, yes, of yes, 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 yes. I like. Yeah. Oh, he, they got him really. Yeah, they absolutely young. did. I, they absolutely did. And I have a theory. I think with these Mission Impossible movies, I think he's literally like actively trying to die. Yes, I. I, I oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Andy, yeah, yeah. I have been saying this yeah. for years. Right. I've been saying he's in too deep with Scientology. He wants to get out. He feels guilty about the horrible shit he did to women and wants to <laughs> kill himself. He wants dead. But he knows if he kills himself, he won't get his fucking planet or whatever the fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. No, that's what if Mormons. Edge of Tomorrow is like based uh, on actual good events? sweet fuck do I love that movie, God, too. Edge of Tomorrow is so good. Right. It's one of the best movies. It's great. Yeah. Shall we keep trucking <laughs> we should alex <laughs> try to barrel through is because i feel like the music's gonna take up a lot of time so. if we even yeah. get to it yes yeah. we will okay then let's let's i'm determined you should uh we'll talk about whatever you want well i do you want do you want to stay mainstream i guess they're both kind of mainstream yeah but, uh, but that of the movies i've seen this year crazy rich asians was a very good time where yeah yeah. Crazy Rich Asians was really fucking good. It was just great throughout, very fun, and also like a, a really just strong working rom com, which we don't get a lot anymore. Yeah, so it was sort of a. It was supposed to be a statement movie for diversity, and it was, but then also it was just a straightforward, excellent uh, rom com. Really good time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and when do they make movies about Singapore? Never, never happens. Yeah, great. Way in. Yeah. Did I, either? Did I you see seen it? it? No. It's it's good. It's you great. Should, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed I'm, it a I'm lot. Gonna, I'm yeah. gonna see it. I just wasn't. I just didn't see it in the theater. I'm, I was like waiting for it to come out on a streaming service or something. Then I was gonna see it. Well, it's out on a streaming yeah, service. So. Okay. Cool. <laughs> you wanted to check it out? Yeah, I'm going to. Which streaming service is it on? Well, we can go down and watch it right now, and then we'll just okay, finish. Sure. Let's. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I, I'd be I don't have anything. That, why, why am I being interrogated? <laughs> I just didn't see. Where it. were you when it was in theaters? I don't doing something racist. <laughs> oh. Well, that's fine. Uh, yeah, Crazy Rich Asians was great. That's yeah, really good. Yeah, Constance like was such a treasure. It looked good. I like Every, a lot of the everybody cast a lot. So I'm, yeah, yeah, cast was great. They're making it. It's flopped in China, which yeah. Yeah, it came in eighth at the box office. It did one point oh, two million dollars its opening weekend. That's... Venom did a hundred and eleven yeah. million. Jesus, it really bombed. Because you know what they have in China? Asian people. Asians, yeah. yeah they don't got Tom Hardy. Yeah, it's a little less of a selling point that it's such a diverse cast when you take it to China. Yeah, there, it's just a rom com there. Yeah, and they rom com in English. They, they also... have a lot of rom coms. Yeah, in... yeah. <laughs> and they waited like three months after it came out. To or like, yeah, they waited a long time to run it, and it's in China. It's probably like 42 minutes in China. There's probably 
shit cut well, what out. Because uh, what I've heard also is like there's such a piracy culture in China that mm, everybody who wanted right. to see it downloaded it already by yeah. the time it came out. Uh, so nobody went to a theater and paid money to see, again, this movie that is also uh, kind of covered. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a good movie, though. Andy. Say a movie, Andy. Say a, Andy, say a movie. What's a movie? Say movie, Andy. Well, a movie's a... Uh, I'll go with the second one on my list. I'll go with Cam. Cam is great. Yeah. Cam is really good. I I I I was pretty underwhelmed with most of the high profile horror stuff that came out this year. Same. There was a lot of under the radar stuff that I appreciated, and I think of that Cam is the uh, is the thing I like the the most. It's 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 a it's a kind of twisty. It's a weird movie. Supernatural horror movie. Yeah, yeah. just it, came out like uh, not that, that long ago. Yeah, so it's about a Cam girl. Ooh, oh, I see. Okay. okay. Who and the movie was uh, written and co directed by a Cam girl. So it, oh. it, it's like, and it, so it's really respectful to like sex workers and and that and the people in that community, yeah. Um, which is refreshing for especially for horror. It's horror genre has not been historically kind <laughs> to sex workers. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but this, it's about she she's trying to get to the top twenty five on this cam site, and oh, okay. she is working her way towards there, and then one day. Someone is broadcasting from her account, and it's her, but it's not her. Like she watches it, and it's like, oh, oh that's me. Cow. I'm cool. not doing this. Cool. And that's cool. all I will say. Oh, that sounds and amazing. It, it, Where it, can I find this? It's on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Yes. And it's Jeez. fucking awesome. So good. Sweet. It's, it's progressive without like making a big deal about its wokeness. It's, yeah. It's it it has a lot of great themes and plotting that it doesn't let get in the way of just telling this story. Doesn't yeah. matter for me. I don't care either way. Is it an American film or a foreign film? It's American. Okay, cool. Then my because my boyfriend hate he's uh, not a big reader. So oh, okay. uh, yeah, <laughs> he, uh, love him, love you, love you, babe. If you're listening, you are. Uh, he doesn't like to watch farm movies unless he's we're like, both All right, just I'm ready we're both to, just throwing our I'm significant ready. others under the bus. No, he right just because <laughs> he likes to be able to like. Take his like take his face off the screen for a second, gotcha, and he knows yeah. if it's like I don't want to lose anything. So if I'm like I want to watch this foreign movie, he's like, yeah. all right, it really has to get, capture my attention, or I'm gonna get real bored real quick. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Anyway, That's Joe, funny. oh, what's okay. a movie you want to talk um, about? Can't really, still not entirely sure if I'm riding the high off of just seeing this over the weekend, but I just saw The Favorite, and I'm pretty is sure it it's my favorite movie of oh, the year. Oh, good. I'm pretty so sure this is my favorite movie of the year. Uh, I th- it, It's from uh, the director Yorgos Lothamos, who does the director of The Lobster and Killing of a Sacred Deer, which are two very weird, good, weird fucking movies. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is uh, all about, uh, it's, ba- it's, I would say, loosely maybe not so loosely based on uh the story of queen anne and her uh lesbian lover and uh when a new um a new fall uh a new maid gets hired who hired who was once uh like a late like a high status lady uh kind of fell from grace uh i mean in in the worst kind of way was like sold into prostitution and whatever but she's working her way back up the status ladder by making herself the fa- the new fa- hot favorite thing hmm. of queen anne and uh, it's starring uh Rachel Vise and uh, uh as the, as Queen Anne's lover, uh, Emma Stone as the new favorite, and Olivia Coleman as Queen Anne, and I think all three of these women are going to get some severe awards buzz. 
truly, truly believe that. It's awesome. all going to be deserved. And I really think Olivia Coleman's the one to beat this year. She delivers one an unbelievably fun nuance like really beautiful and sad but funny performance like she's hysterical in this as awesome hilariously sad while we watch queen anne losing her mind but it's it's very fun and then you're like oh you kind of feel like shit for laughing it's yorgos's most accessible film and his most straightforward film i'll I'll still say that so if you were like weirded out a little bit by the lobster and killing of a sacred deer and not sure if you're going to be able to follow where this one goes it it doesn't take any crazy ridiculous turns it's a straightforward dark comedy watch it yeah, the trailer looked very different than his normal. It's very stuff, different. So. I mean, I took my parents who are both in their 60s who aren't into like heady, ridiculous movies, and I took them to see this, and both of them very much enjoyed it. And they both have different tastes in film for themselves, and both of them really mm. enjoyed it. So, cool. wow. I'll nice. definitely see. Yeah, Olivia Coleman's in like so much of my favorite yeah. stuff. Then you're going to, like, you're going to. Show and yeah. Mitchell and Webb, and yeah, great. Um, great, great. <clears throat> I'm going to. I'm just going to mention one of these movies quick because okay. this the I have a documentary on the list, Three Identical Strangers. Right. There's not a lot I can say about it without, without giving it away. Giving it away. The stuff they give away in the trailer which is as the name implies, three identical twins who were separated at birth mm-hmm. just kind of randomly find each other. And it is very random how they find each other. Mm-hmm. And you think it's going to be a documentary about that and it is a documentary about that. But then it takes such a fucking turn. As most really good documentaries, yeah. do, dramatic documentaries yeah. do, it takes that second act it, twist. And you're like, what? It becomes about something entirely fucking different. Cool. And people should go see it. Cool. Uh, but also Revenge. Anyone seen Revenge? I know Loved I it. I didn't. It's Loved so it. good. Okay. It's, it's a hard movie to watch. Okay. It's, it's a brutal fucking For movie. For the subgenre oh. it's in, it's actually not as yeah. hard to watch as other movies from that subgenre. Yeah, that's true. It's, <laughs> is it, it in like the subgenre of like Last House on the Left and Spit on Your Grave? Yeah. Grade. Okay. Yeah. It's exactly yeah. like oh, boy. that. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of, that's definitely why I still haven't watched that yeah. yet. But written huh. and directed by a woman. Yep. Okay. So it does a lot of subverting and okay. inverting the male gaze and and like it's yeah, it's it's handled better than that material usually is. Okay, good. And you can I know it's on, it's on Shutter. Shutter. I think it's it, a Shutter exclusive right now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Anyone out there got Shutter? I do. I mean, I use I use Andy's he uses my account. Oh, does he? So, yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Perfect. Don't listen to Thank that you, part, by Shutter. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, revenge. Sam, we went to high school together. <laughs> Sam Zimmerman, we went to high school together. <laughs> Wait, did you really? Yeah, we really did. Oh, at really? Talent Unlimited. Yeah, Tell yeah, yeah. I was me. like, wow, he looks. I was like, that guy looks really familiar. And then I realized, oh, that's re- that's hot Sam that me and Kristen had a crush on. <laughs> Holy fuck, he got work hotter. For, I want to work Sam. for Sam. He was, it was hot <laughs> Sam. <laughs> yeah, revenge. It's just a, it's a revenge movie. Uh, a woman gets wronged in the beginning of the movie in a very, it's uh, a very. I, I would, I would say there's a stronger. R word that we could use there. <laughs> the same sound, different letter. <laughs> Ruh. Uh, <laughs> roughhoused. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Wrestled. Gosh. Like, oh gosh. Okay. This is we, this is real dismissive now. <laughs> Wrecked. Oh no. Oh gosh. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's good. I liked it a lot. I really, yeah. I really liked it a lot. She gets her get back. I haven't watched to say it. The least. I haven't watched it a second time yet because I'm. I like, have. Yeah. I want to, but I'm saving it because <laughs> yeah. I like. Does it have one of those like endings where you're like, oh shit, I want to, I, I cannot wait to watch this again in a way like I can't wait to, yeah, to watch this yeah. with a different perspective. Yeah. On it. Cool. Okay, I yeah. love movies it's pretty like good. that. Cool, Alex. My other one's First Man. For, uh, really? It turned out great, actually. Yeah, and it, I don't think a lot of people saw it for, for being a mainstream what it was movie. About. It's the Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Right? Oh, uh, sure. Jocelyn, yeah, Damien Chazelle, or Stanley Kubrick. No. No, <laughs> that was the re- the actual moon landing. Oh, sure, right. Yeah, yeah it's and it's sneaky because especially in the run up to it, there's a lot of kind of fake controversy about its politics. But it's actually a movie in parallel about Neil Armstrong trying to get to the moon and Neil Armstrong. And this this comes up at, immediately at the beginning of it. But the other thing is Neil Armstrong getting over his uh, child has just died. And so he's uh, kind of oh. it's about him trying. It's like a grief movie. And also a, it's like, can he remain human while dealing with both of these things at the same time? Grief in yeah. space. That yeah. filmmaker gets a lot of that. Like, oh yeah, La La Land had some space. negative attention for its perceived politics. So did Whiplash, even. Um, oh, the political. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But although I think that people are wrong in both of those cases, because I think that those films are not endorsements of the bad ideas that yeah. people like. Yeah, yeah. And but and this one is it like is because a, of the flag or something, right? Was well, it, and you even you see the flag on the moon, like it's there, uh, so it's fine. <laughs> it just wasn't so in the it, trailer. It was uh, just there when they got there. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like only not about. It, it's only not pro-American in the sense that not every moment of it is about America. It's also about like a guy's Damn. life and, oh, and you know gosh. like stuff. So it, it was all nonsense what you read online, and it, and yeah. it's it's really well directed, and and the the true stories in it are amazing. It's great. Yeah, Andy. Tell us some. Tell us movie. Oh well, this will be quick, kind of like yours was, because uh, it's, mo- it's two movies I don't want to say too much about that are kind of tied for my top spot right mm. now. It's uh, Sorry to Bother You, so and, good. Yeah, and Border, which is a Swedish film. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've Someone heard else of that just one. told me I need to watch. Yeah. Border. Yeah. Don't read anything about it. Don't let anyone tell you anything about it. Great. Just see. I'm it. in. Just see it. Yeah. That's definitely what Sorry to Bother You is. Yeah. 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 Don't read anything about Sorry to Bother You. And people you. did a good job. People did a good job, too. And the trailers didn't give I had no away. idea yeah. what Sorry yeah. to Bother You was. Have you seen yeah. Sorry to Bother You, Alex? No, I haven't. Oh, I mean, you knew wow. what it was. I'm behind, on, I'm behind on this entire year. You kind of yeah. knew what it was going to be <laughs> I'm about. catching up a lot in the, in the recent weeks, too. Oh, so, nice. yeah, yeah, I yeah. just saw that like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. <sighs> I hear it's great. And speaking so, of The Coup, yeah. the hip-hop group yeah, The Coup. Yeah, Boots Riley. Boots Directed Riley it. directed it, yeah. Yeah, you really don't see the twist in Sorry no, to Bother You no, coming no, after watching not that at all. trailer. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's very it's very exciting and, and postmodernist. And, and, and what's cool about Sorry to Bother You, it as soon as it was streaming, it was free. Like, that almost never yeah. happens, but it's on Hulu mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, it just popped up on Hulu like two days started ago. started streaming. I didn't know that. Wow, okay, I'm yeah. going to watch it again. Yeah, you can watch it for free on Hulu. That's crazy. Because I yeah. really love that movie. Yeah, because, and, uh, yeah, yeah, I want to watch it again. Uh, and I really want to see Border. Someone else just told me about yeah. Border. Border. And they said the same thing. They said, don't read anything. Okay. Border has, was it you? Watch. I think it might have been me. I it don't might know. Have been but Border <laughs> is kind of a similar thing going on as far as, like, there's a thing that happens that you don't but it's a very different toned very differently toned and paced movie it's a it's a it's a much more 
uh, I don't want to say deliberate, but it's yeah, it's a yeah, Can't it's wait. way more subtle. <laughs> Gonna watch it, Joe. Give us one more movie, all right, and then uh, we'll honorable mention the rest of the shit. And okay, because I was gonna say exactly what you what you just did. Documentary, the Won't You Be My Neighbor? It's great. Mister Rogers is a saint. Go right, and watch yeah. it. Uh, but the real movie that I wanted to talk about was Searching. Uh, holy. I- Fuck, Searching was my biggest surprise of this year. Yeah, the trailer looked amazing. Expected absolutely nothing from it. I got so much out of it. John Cho is great. He plays uh, a father searching for his missing 16-year-old daughter, and it's all done via uh, like a webcam on a laptop and like screen mirroring. So you're watching him on various social media sites, this, that, and the other. I really enjoyed the way it towed the line uh, between the way that social media could help and hinder a missing person's case. Uh, I thought it had a lot, and not just one, but like at least three, at least three very very well deserved and earned twists. Uh, yeah, and then like I saw an interview with the with the director said that he is the biggest M Night Shyamalan fan, and I was like, well, then that makes sense. Like he just likes the way that the yeah, guy uh, yeah. he always put a twist on. He's yeah. like, so I decided to give this movie three twists, and it works. Like every time it takes another turn, I'm like, oh fuck, oh yeah, you put all the because. Because of the way that it's presented, you can piece everything together, like through background, like everything can be pieced together. And it's like unfriended or the den in that it's like it's a it's entirely yes, it's entirely laptop style. Okay. Um, but I said it reminded me you. Uh, I don't think specifically, it's not entirely, is it? Yes, it is. In the way, like like the movie The Bay, how it was mm. like different types of found footage yeah. pieced together yes. to create. Yeah. So it's it's mostly laptop. Then they do a little bit of security footage and like a couple oh, okay. of like. But it but it could be like security footage on a website yeah. or like yeah. oh they're watching the news on the news's website. Gotcha. Um, there's also a very very well uh, hidden subplot the that's alien just thing? in the background Sorry. of an alien invasion happening while this movie is that. going on. Just in the yeah. corner, it's like oh Wait, for what? message sent from uh, like it, like light seen in the sky, and you're watching this. <laughs> progress throughout the movie until like the very end where it's like first contact is made and it's like and it doesn't tie into the a plot does not tie in whatsoever (laughs) this is just happening somewhere in the universe of this movie uh which is crazy because this is such a straightforward true crime missing person story it's not supernatural at all i'll let i'll give you that right now it is it's very straightforward but Wow. Wow. Was it just such a. (laughs) Yeah. I actually didn't like it as much as most. You didn't. Yeah. There's one. There's one. And I don't. I can't. I can't talk about it without giving it away. Mm -hmm. But there was there was one storyline there that I felt like in real life would have gone in such a different way. Okay. And it just distracted me so much. I do think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk, talk off mic. Yeah, right. yeah, it's the alien invasion, right? It's that part. <clears throat> no, I was sold on that the entire time. Yeah. Uh, so for any, what other movies was I? Uh, oh, I covered all. You of already mine. covered. Yeah. Uh, I really loved. I'll just say I loved Hereditary a lot. I'm still thinking about it. Really upset me. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 That's it. I'll just say that. You've I all didn't, heard, I didn't like Hereditary. I was going to say, I don't think I could really say anything that hasn't already been said about Hereditary. It was yeah. great. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Tony Collette is a new, gives you a nuanced face journey. And I really liked her. Fuck. She's so good. <laughs> uh, 
any anyone any other honorable uh, men? Well, I want to give a, a, ball, a ballad of Buster Scruggs. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Uh, we I fucking adore it. Yeah, I just watched this when I was the other uh, night. It's good. Uh, it's yeah. a Western anthology, which I don't think has ever been done before. Uh, I loved every story of it. I think that it covered a whole lot of ground pretty concisely. It meditated on a lot of things ambitiously. It's got Tom but Waits in it. Contained it all. Yeah, yeah. And Tom Waits as a gold prospector, which yep. is like the yes. most Tom Waits role <laughs> yes. next to ship captain. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, and then, uh, yeah, I, I just it, it might, it might be my new favorite Coen Brothers movie. Uh, cool, it's just so oh, fucking good. Come on, and also I love pretty good. Um, Ralph breaks the internet and Black Panther a lot. I love both of those. And shout yeah. out to the Spy Who Dumped Me. Very fun. <laughs> the Spy Who Dumped really Me was fun. good. It's I did, really fun. I wanted to oh, see cool. that. It's really fun. That's good to know. Yeah, and uh, Halloween was trash. Yeah, I just want to. Yeah, what a mess. I haven't seen it. Okay. Crimes of Grindelwald was trash. Don't see it. Oh, that makes me so upset. Like yeah, I'm, I'm the biggest me Harry too. Potter. Oh, we'll was, talk. We'll terrible. talk off mic about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's talk about music. Yes. Quick. Yeah. Uh, I oh, feel gosh. like uh, with this first one, I think everyone in the room agrees. On. Are you familiar with this band, Alex? Screaming Females. Uh, I just through you. I don't really know. Them. They're so good. So good. So I finally good. got to see them live in October of this year. And this was, I think, this was my favorite album of 2018 by a, a wide, wide margin. This is a perfect I fucking album. I don't album. think it has a, as wide a margin for me, but I'm pretty sure it's my favorite album, too. Yeah, it's so good. It, uh, the album is called All at Once. This song is called I'll Make You Sorry. But Marissa Paternoster, I don't, is that how you say her name? I don't know if that's sure, how you why not? pronounce it, but it's uh, written right there on her guitar, for one thing. But she's such a great guitar player, and not just like, like, she can play a solo, but like, all that guitar shit that's happening is just her, while she's singing. Like, she's not just like fucking strumming chords. And this entire album is fucking... Yeah, yeah this yeah, whole album, it's, it's oh, amazing. Yeah. It's so good, man. And uh, I'll turn this off when we get to the chorus. Yeah, I want people. Did you hear their home. covers yeah. of uh, I feel "Shake It Off" and "So Good"? Yeah. "Shake It Off" and "If It Makes You Happy." Yes, yes. That's maybe the yeah. best chorus of the year. Like I fuck, and they were so, so damn good in concert. Like they are. You wouldn't expect expect that a band could like get the sound they do out of just three people live but they do it so yeah uh well that was abrupt that was very abrupt <laughs> abrupt that, that was, was very that was rude if i'm being completely <laughs> that was honest. rude to them yeah and uh i'll just run through my other one quick i won't make people listen to it but here's the thing <laughs> here's mariah the thing. carey here we go is she has been if I know pop R&B music isn't something that's going to appeal to everybody, but if it appeals to you and you're not fucking with Mariah Carey, you're not being honest with what you actually like. Like you're not <laughs> you're lying to yourself about what you enjoy because she's been making such solid albums consistently since at least 2005. That's mm -hmm. when The Emancipation of Mimi came out. That is absolutely one of the best comeback albums of all time that is an, an impeccable album 
And she's just been making really, really good albums kind of under the radar for the past 13 years because everyone thinks she's crazy. Mm-hmm. And like well, she's kind of like she's kind of hit that. Yeah. And I mean, she might be and that's fine, but that doesn't mean she can't make a good album. And her new album, it's called Caution. Ten songs, 38 minutes, all killer. Wait, no is, filler. is she covering the Hot Water Music album, Caution? Is that she doesn't what- cover anything. <laughs> I mean, except some of her like bigger hits were covers, but <laughs> fucking, I've, I've, I, I tweeted this and I mean it. I am going to find every Mariah Carey album on vinyl. Do it, and I'm going to own them Do all. Do it. Like Do some it. of them are going to set me back. Like I, I'm going to spend a couple hundred tracking down the huh. Emancipation of Mimi. I dare on you. vinyl. I don't have to be dared. I'm going to do it. <laughs> <I> dare you. <laughs> Mariah Carey is really great, and so is. Astro World right, by Travis me. Scott. You sold me. I'm going to check out this Mariah Carey record. No, you're yeah. not. I am. I'm going to listen to You are not. It. Yes. Let's move. Let's keep grooving. Hey, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear music. I want to hear people's music the choices. The whole reason we came here. Alex. I literally, I'm, I'm very much here to hear people's music choices. All right. Let's do, uh, let's do Party for One. Look, Carly Rae Jepsen hey. put right. out uh, a new yes. song. And I, I found out it was put out because Adam Todd Brown texted me about it. And I was I, very God glad damn he right did I did. Because I, it was uh, not a drill. It was a new CRJ song. And it was a really good time. I Just have me. not. I've heard it. But I like Emotion is one of my favorite records. Oh, yeah. Like, Emotion is ever. so great. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I was a little. And even the B-sides. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I ha- B-Motion. I, this, yeah, Cut to yeah. the Feeling is one of my favorite oh, songs so of the year. Oh, God. Yeah. To give you an idea how how much I'm looking forward to this, to find Party for One, I just pulled up the notes from the last episode, (laughs) which was about things to look forward to in 2019, and I knew I had it right there. Because this is like the tip of the spear. There's a whole album coming, you know? Yeah. It's going to be great. Oh, this has like a... Oh, yeah. You can skip the little short story. One of the story intros that I love so much. It's like a minute in. Yeah, yeah. She's just her emotion, at least. Like the first album's good, but emotion is oh, emotion just one of the best pop albums of the past five or ten years. It's amazing. It's so fucking perfect. That's a mental health album for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it was another cracked writer who hipped me to Carly Rae Jepsen. Is a writer named Daniel Dockery, and he uh, he posted a link. To this, and uh, I posted a link back saying I was listening to it, and his words were, prepare to be rebirthed like a phoenix. <laughs> and I feel like that was accurate, because Carly Rae Jepsen's so good. She should be our president. <laughs> but she's Canadian. Hurt fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, one of my go-to pop people, because uh, just great. Yeah. yeah. All right. I love this video. Oh yeah, the video's amazing. <laughs> it's just people of all all shapes and stripes in their underwear. <laughs> just being alone, being yeah. themselves. I'm I dance in the bathroom to Carly Rae Jepsen pretty often, like that guy does. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
It's what, a grandma with a bitch. gigantic dildo. <laughs> I have not seen this video yet. I fucking love this. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet either, and this is this is incredible. Yeah, Carly Rae Jepsen just always she gets sh- it. She shows up at the she right gets time. It. Yeah, like uh, that's one of my pop people because often they don't, and she's just like yeah, correct usually. New Robin album this year too. By the way, yeah, this yeah. is for Andy and nobody else in the world. In that wig, he looks like uh, Billy Eichner slash uh, um, Evan Peters in that <laughs> as the tech bros in American Horror Story. I watched American Horror Story. Oh, did you? Oh, okay, I didn't know you watched this season. I did. Uh, That's one of those shows I watch in real time when it's on. That's something we need to talk about off mic because. Wow, it was a weird season. Wow, what a garbage ending to a what started off as a pretty good season. Yeah. All right. For legal reasons, let's shut that down. Uh, uh, Yeah, like we haven't (laughs) listened to two two full minutes of it already. Oh, I'm on the wrong notes now. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh oh. I was Andy. Talk about something with music. Is it? I'll skip my first one. I know what I'm going to go to. Uh, I'm going to go. Man, yeah, we'll go with uh, Ryan Porter. Ryan Ryan Porter's album, The Optimist. Uh, So last year was a really great uh, year for jazz. This year was not as great, but there were some really good releases, and Ryan Porter's The Optimist is one of them. Cool. And this isn't my favorite song from the album, but it is the song that on first listen to made me realize that not only do I love this album, but it might be my new favorite jazz record. This is my nightmare. <laughs> I here it comes. Okay. When you no, it's when not. It happens, I've been through this. I've been down this road. When it happens, it's it not gonna you. happen. Listen, it's just, not coming. Uh, Andy, <laughs> Adam, right now is just not. The song is called you. Night Court in Compton. And okay, the yeah, they are theme. playing the Night Court theme. Okay, that's fine. Ryan Porter is a member of the, the jazz collective, the okay. West Coast Get Down, with Kamasi Washington and Miles Mosley. Of course. Nice. And they're like the who's who of L.A. jazz right now. And this album... Oh, this is Night Court. Yeah. yeah. And if you've ever played jazz or been at, like yeah, in a yeah. jazz combo and like been jamming with the other folks in the I combo mean, who among us hasn't sometimes actually have been sometimes yeah. <laughs> right sometimes yeah. some guy usually a horn player will yep. play a phrase from a very recognizable piece of music and it and it's so much fun and sometimes the rest of the combo will just play with it and i what? feel like that's what happened because this is a great fucking straight ahead jazz record with like a lot of like post bop and hard bop elements and cool. some Latin influences here and there. What if we get a copyright notice for making this song better by talking? About <laughs> <it>? <laughs> <sighs> I hate you. <laughs> that was a good joke. But that was a good it's, joke. But this is the track where I was like, oh, these. Not only are they all like amazing musicians and they're playing really great jazz, but they're having a lot of fun while doing it. And what's funny, I didn't know this. I said in the notes that this this album, The Optimist, brings like a 2008 level of hopefulness and positivity to 2018. Cool. 
This was actually recorded in 2008, and I didn't know that when I said that. Oh. Uh, it was originally well, recorded. Well, don't you look like a I, fool. Or a genius. <laughs> uh, they, yeah, they recorded this in 2008 and just released it this year. Oh, wow. And anyway, yeah, I love it. And I use and I play trombone and I love I'm a sucker for trombones so uh, so you can stop now I'm because I, I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm sorry that I'm torturing you with culture. <laughs> I'm, it's not like I've never listened to jazz. It's just not. You've just never heard it, man. Oh come on! Oh no! <laughs> oh wow. wow! Oh no! <laughs> Where are we, Joe? Uh, okay, let's do War on Women, Capture the Flag. Uh, the song is Y-D-T-M-H-T-L, stands for You Don't Tell Me How to Live. I, this is their sophomore album, and they, they're an all-female punk band, and they are, uh, They're great. Uh, okay. Uh, this whole album, front to back, is just full of so much anger, and it's it's just a cathartic shout into the void for everyone who is just fucking fed up right now. Like, their first album came out right before the election, and now this album came out about, you know, two years into this administration. I thought their first album was full of... Holy shit, everything is fucking terrible and shit is shit. We just screaming yeah. and yelling, but like in in a good way. You know what I mean? Like there's sometimes some screamy punk for me is not for me because it seems whiny. But when it's coming out of women, I'm like, yeah, you deserve to be yelling about stuff. <laughs> yeah, you have yeah. a lot to scream about. So please tell me how much of a piece of shit I am for being a white man. Tell me. I'm a- I want to be angry for you and with you. Uh, <laughs> listen to this fucking album if you just need if you just need good punk it's right really now. Good. It's so good. I was supposed to see them at Fest one year and I just missed their set and I was real pissed about it. And I mean this doesn't this song doesn't really do uh, her voice justice. She has such a gorgeous full singing voice like you pick screaming females you will love War on Women. Like, her voice is... Uh, I, I like to uh, say her voice is very much like um, Haley from Paramore, but, like, with more gusto to it. Like, oh, what if what if she wasn't in pop punk and what if she got into just straight-up yeah. punk? What, and if, what if she thrashed a little? What if she yeah. thrashed a little harder? Uh, and, yeah, they're, they're fucking excellent. Yeah. So Nice. It's, it's a great hardcore yeah, record. Yeah, wow. Oh, I forgot to mention the Coat Hangers had a live record out this oh, year. Oh, cool. People Woo. should go listen to that. One of my favorite bands in the world. And they're going to be in L.A. in February. Uh, all right. Honorables or no? Yeah, let's, we're, we're getting up there. I don't think I have. Yeah, I already did mine. Uh, around the room, one last thing you want to mention before we. Fuck, man. I yeah. know. It's already. Yeah, sure. Well, you already already got Screaming Females, so I will just say whatever, Breeders. Breeders, good record. But I, Judas Priest, man, I got to say it. Like, I can't help it. So much good fucking metal came out this year. There was so much good metal, and Judas Priest put out maybe their best record. It's so good. Wow. Um, I mean, honestly, the Alkaloid record might be better, but, but I can't help it. Judas Priest, like, fucking Rob Halford is a god. Yeah, he is. 
Uh, I'm going to just throw out, just shout out Greta Van Fleet's second album, The Anthem of the Peaceful Army. They are Led Zeppelin incarnate, and I fucking love it. Those boys rip super, super, super hard. They're just, they're little boys. They're like 22, 23 years old, and they are just, I, I think they're, and when I say the cleanest, I don't mean like, oh, clean lyrics. I mean, like, it's just the sound is so clean and pure yeah. and perfect rock right now. I can't think of a more traditional rock, out like traditional rock-ass rock album. I've enjoyed like this in a long, hmm. long time. Uh, one for me would be Courtney Barnett. Tell me how you really feel. Ooh, ooh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. That, that's I, a good one. When I first moved to this apartment, we didn't have internet the first weekend. And I went and bought a paper magazine that was about the ancient alien theory and just read that cover to cover and listened to Courtney Barnett's new album for like two days. <laughs> nice. So I fucking love that album nice. so much. Alex, do you have one? Yeah, we, we skipped uh, you. The band, <laughs> hey, uh, the band Sylvan Esso. I think people yeah, know them. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, this is a good record. Yeah, too. and they have a new song out uh, this year. It's called "Parade with Me," sort of written in a stylized way. But they're they're an electronic duo that that are also really, really, really good songwriters. And it's a song about the world ending and having fun with it. It's great. Nice. Hmm. Uh, did, were, were you there play like Lightning Strike by Judas Priest because you got to see the video. You got to see the video, man. Uh, no, fuck you. I want to. Go. I was okay. going to say you should, you should be playing when the curtain falls. No, I feel like a Judas Priest song is a good way to end the show. All right. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, I, unless fine, you wanted yeah. to hear yeah. like some like rock ass Zeppelin-y Credence. Oh, I do like Credence. I do like I do like Credence. Yeah, this video Just... looks like a commercial. For a vape lounge. <laughs> Look at him! Look at Rob Halford! Look at fucking God Grandpa Metal! God bless this homosexual so seriously. much. Seriously. <laughs> like, see, look at this. There's like, they're, they're doing what they do. It's, and it's classic, but it's also like faster and harder than they've ever been. Wow. He's still got all those demons, huh? Yeah, I feel like oh, they're dude. not going to go away, dude. He, Rob Halford has so many demons. <laughs> I feel like he's been he's clean and sober him. since 1986. That's a lot of fucking demons he has. Why? Because that kid shot himself? Yes. <laughs> no, and not he... the kid from the case, but I guess not kid. Apparently, one of his former uh, uh, lovers committed suicide in front of him. Oh, good. I'm glad uh, I made that joke. <laughs> You well, know, you Phil, were referencing the case. The, you know Phil Collins backwards. really drowned that guy? It wasn't that he watched someone drown him. He actively I, participated. And William Shatner drowned his wife. We all know this. Yeah. No. All what? right. I mean, that's wow. a theory. I'm just, Can I be less oh, of a no. bummer by picking a better song? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, this feels appropriate. We should... Uh, yeah, right out. Right out. Yeah, we need, to, we need to ride this out. I'm sorry. What do we have to plug before we get out of here besides all these other people's shit? So, uh, <laughs> by the time this goes up... Yeah. Uh, no, I'll put this up next, probably. Okay. Because... I need to promote. Uh, yeah, this, I can't even edit all of that out. I shouldn't have thought that out because <laughs> we got the priest blaring in the background. Uh, <laughs> December 29th, Hollywood Hotel. We have a live unpops, uh, definitely stand up show, probably a live podcast, and a New Year's Eve party, 9 p.m. Saturday, Hollywood Hotel. And uh, patreon.com slash unpops. Alex? 
Yeah, you can find me on Cracked and, and uh, my website, alexschmitty.com, has more stuff. Hell yeah. Andy? Oh, uh... I can't... I'll, I'll be in Denver, Colorado, <laughs> December 26th. I don't remember the name of the show. I think it's... I feel like it might be called Study Hall. I uh, could be wrong. Uh... December 26th, I'm on a show in Denver, and I might be on some other shows while I'm in town. (laughs) I'm bad at stuff. All right. Listen to Ghoul School, a horror history podcast. Oh, my God. Or is it a history horror podcast? It's a horror history podcast. (laughs) Joke These plugs are really improving Judas Priest. Uh, you know, there's, at least one, there's at least one listener who thinks your first name is Joe K. That, that <laughs> has to be. Yeah. It has to be. Okay. No, I've seen someone write it in the Discord. Oh, they just think. <laughs> oh, Joe K? Joe no. K. Joe K. That is the name. Oh, wow. Agree to disagree. I get But what's your plug? Uh, my plug, uh, December 28th, uh, come to Skiptown Playhouse for Hanukkah. A Christmas show. It's going to be an all Jewish variety <laughs> show. Uh, we have all kinds of great stand up comedy. We have really, really fun variety acts. We're going to have magic, burlesque, music. Uh, it's going to be so fucking fun. That's going to be Skip Town Playhouse Friday, December 28th. Uh, doors are at 8. Show is at 8.30. Tickets are $10 and on Eventbrite uh, now. So get out there and get those tickets. And yeah, come join us because it's going to be fucking super fun. Very nice. And uh, we'll put the rest of our picks and things on the website or something. I'll keep this. We had other stuff to talk about. Yeah, we did. But, uh... (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Joe, say goodbye. Oh, bye, babies. I love you all. Andy, say goodbye. Bye. Alex, say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Kisses. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street.